My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for joining us uh, in this hour. And you can always listen. If you did not hear the other hours, uh, go to our podcast at mytalk1071.com. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are having an exploding publationship. Okay. Yes, they are. You know, we used to call them Michigan, which I love. I just love the term Michigan. <laughs> okay, let's do that. <laughs> All right. So feel free to use that Michigan. term. Otherwise, uh, Michigan, because Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox. Okay. <laughs> These two, you know, did you guys talk about them yesterday at all? Because I feel like they've been on our tongues now for the last few days as this story arc yeah. unfolds. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we discussed it. And I think uh, even a blind item popped up about uh-huh. uh, finally, I think he said thank you to um, Megan Kelly for confirming what he's been previewing or alluding to for the last couple of weeks. Right. With her Instagram oh. this weekend. Okay, interesting. So, you know, here's my question. Why are these two trying so hard to get attention uh, as their relationship allegedly, supposedly melts down? I say that, and then I want to tell you a couple things that uh, are in headlines today. But, like, just overall, what is it about these two that screams attention-seeking behavior? Because, you know, there are celebrities in Hollywood whose relationships crash and burn daily. We just don't never, don't never, we don't <laughs> never know about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's private. Like, exactly. Because, you know, like, I don't know about you, but if I'm having relationship trouble, I might talk about it at some point when I'm on the other side of it and I've had time to process it. But I'm not going to be like unfollowing people on Instagram. I'm not going to be like, unfriending all of my friends and then only refriending three of your arch rivals (laughs) right like i'm not going to reportedly take off my engagement like i i just i i wouldn't move through the world that way but why do you think it is that these two celebrities and i don't know that there's a right answer currently want us to be obsessed with everything their relationship and maybe it's not both of them maybe it's just one of them that wants our attention do you have any clue well i think um if we look at it as they are conscious of their actions and they realize that it's all on display for everybody to criticize if they're calculated about it and they just want attention that's another thing but i think they're just messy you know And they're messy, and then they each have different motives. Like, there are pictures of them on Monday leaving a marriage counseling office. So that could have been Megan. And then um, the next day, Valentine's Day, they were seen in a car together. So maybe they're each planting stories to make it look like they're reconciling or that they're trying to work things out. Because she yeah. was very messy this weekend. She got very mad. And it looks like accusing him of cheating through Beyonce's well, lyrics. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I think you're onto something. And I, I wonder, the reason I asked, like, is it both of them or one of them? I just get the impression that she is driving a lot in this relationship. Because she has talked about how she knew, and I don't remember exactly the way she framed it, but essentially... There was an interview wherein she talked about like knowing that she was going to be with him. And it was almost creepy in a way. Oh, yeah. Like sort of like controlling way. She said, like, 
I knew he would be mine. And you, uh, that's just stuck with me ever since I heard that. Like, huh, I wonder if she, if if she, she, it kind of reads that she's the kind of person that wants things her way. And if she doesn't get them, it's not that she's going to end the relationship, but that there's going to be fireworks. Right. Oh, and again, absolutely. It's, it's hard to know what's really going on, but that's all we have is tea leaves. So if I'm going to read tea leaves, it looks like to me one or both of them to your point is messy but although isn't this weird like these are two incredibly successful people exactly exhibiting behavior that when you say messy is indicative of like friends we knew in college yeah right like didn't you have a friend in college who whenever their relationship was having issues like you knew about it like you knew way too much about it yeah that was all out in the open that was me oh really (laughs) tell me more no just uh dramatic you know things happening at parties and you know just like oh so everybody kind of saw our business so i find that to be interesting because on the one hand in your professional life these are two incredibly talented people Mm -hmm. but yet they have this obvious blind spot where they're just putting it all out there and not and it's looking not a good little as a blind result. Spot, like yeah. the great place. Little that, blind spot. Right. It's a big <laughs> blind spot. <laughs> it's a big blind so I guess spot. everybody can't have their entire wor- world together. Just as people, there are things that we individually are good at, but then not so great at X, Y, mm. and Z, you know? So yeah. we can't expect So they're them- dysfunctional in their relationship, but totally functional or at least, you know, semi-functional in their professional world. Right, because when you think about your own professional life, like if you were Megan Kelly or what'd you call him? Meshigan? If you Michigan. were Megan, you are in control of your career and yourself, and he is in control of his career. He's in a band, so that's a little different. There are other people involved, but you can call the shots and take control, control hopefully. So it's different when you're trying to control two people, yourself and someone else. Oh, yeah. Which it, Well, and it's also a fool's errand, right? It is. It is. And I think that she might be stuck in that way, you know, stuck a little bit. And And I'm saying this because of her history with Brian Austin Green. You know, in that relationship, that was also messy. And they got back together and they they, they fell apart. They got back together. You know, we were all rooting for them because they have kids, three kids together. And so it was an off and on relationship for years. And maybe I'm just assuming that the common denominator is her. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, you know, like attracts like. So it wouldn't be beyond the realm to think. And, And also, do you remember Brian Austin Green? And as much as he sort of tried to portray himself as like, you know, the like responsible father in that dust up. Yeah. Like he too looked kind of like a hot mess. Remember when he was in a hot tub with Courtney Stodden after getting Mexican takeout during the pandemic? <laughs> oh my God. Anytime we can talk about Courtney Stodden, I'm happy. Oh, oh I'm sure. a big fan. I know kind of a lot about her, but Same. back to your point. Yeah. He wasn't all put together. And I think Machine Gun Kelly, if you remember when they first got together, he was doing interviews about talking about how he realized under a banyan tree that they were meant to be together forever. It was very poetic and flowery and really somebody that had stars in their eyes and views love in a very romantic way because he felt like it was a sign from the universe. So you're dealing yeah. with somebody who's very um has magical thinking 
with mm-hmm. somebody who might be able to manipulate them, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. So she feels most loved on. if she feels like she can't take off a ring because then she can control it and keep... Because we all assume that the ring thing was his idea. Because but let's he gave also it break to her. That, well, yeah, yeah, but also let's break that down. How... How not healthy is that? That's really not healthy. I mean, in terms of like, I mean, I guess I don't want to judge for people what what their expressions of love are, but but in, I would not feel comfortable with a ring that's going to hurt me if I try to take it off. Yeah, it has like, thorns on it. Like that just seems it. like a little, what? It has thorns. Like literally it yeah. hurts. Yeah, no, I like I, I understand the poetic nature of the uh, expression. I just don't think in the real world with a real relationship, that's a very healthy way to, to like express your love. It isn't. I don't know. It's just I'm too old. Of... I'm too old and bitter and jaded to want to think that that's romantic. No, it's never romantic. Okay. Even if you were okay, a good. fresh brand new baby on the dating scene, you know, you're like fresh. <laughs> You still, you're it's Tom still Brady weird. and you're on the edge of the bed <laughs> in your underwear. Yeah, exactly. That's still uh, in, in normal circumstances or what is normal. I don't know. It seems codependent. Oh, totally. 100%. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad we, I feel like we solved some stuff for I these did, two. I hope they're listening. Well, we know what's going on here now, at least for ourselves. Clear. Clearly, clearly. Okay, hey, um, you're going to tell us when we come back why your hair hurts when it's dirty. I know. This it's is so weird. random, but I love it. Are you going to tell us this when we come back? Yes, I am. I found out All why, right, guys. Okay, we'll do that right here on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, where we talk about celebrities, Hi. movies, all things entertainment, and sometimes weird things like this. I wondered, I've been wondering why my hair hurts when I'd sturdy. <laughs> Why are you wondering this and what do you mean? I'm I'm saying like if I get up and, from sleeping and my hair has been on the pillow and it's like up in a weird position, you know, like bedhead. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. that part of my head hurts. Like it literally hurts. Oh yeah. And I've that had can that, before. that can happen even, you know, the first night of after I've washed my hair. But then I was just thinking about as my hair gets dirtier, because I wash my hair twice a week, you know, on Wednesdays and Sundays. (laughs) Which is like healthy. Yeah. So because I don't want to remove all the oils from my hair. And I thought I was just kind of crazy. But then I um, actually asked Siri to find it for me. I said, hey, Siri. Oh, she's going to. Oh, don't. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye, Siri. Bye. (laughs) Now everybody's series like what? Yes. Oh well, it it won't react to my voice. I don't think I can't turn on other people's. Can I? Anyway, I, I guess know. someone will tell me. But uh, I asked her to find it for me, and so a bunch of articles came up, and I was like, other people have Googled this. So, oh God, do you, do you not realize that like any question you could possibly have, somebody has already asked. Right. So I I found this on um a website called the earthling company and i'm pretty sure that they sell hair hair care products so they're trying to get you to buy their shampoo 
I'm not going to do it. Earthling company? The Earthling company? (laughs) Maybe. It's aliens telling (laughs) us. It says, it's not just you. The throbbing pain you feel in your, quote, hair after going several days without washing your tresses is a real and universally shared experience. Uh, Countless uh, countless users on message boards and internet forums have posed variations of the same question. Why does my scalp hurt when my hair is dirty? Well, they did a little digging and they're... Maybe multiple causes of this. It's called dermatitis. And there are, well, there are many causes. That's an outside thing. This is just what normal everyday people are experiencing. And it has to do with overusing hair products. So, um, which will increase this because it's like sticky gels and heavy hair creams can lead to prolonged product buildup in your hair shaft. So then when your hair gets dirty, um, your hair, the scalp becomes inflamed. So if you wa- wear Ooh. your hair, so basically your hair is dirty and the, the, the scalp can't breathe, you know, like, like the oh. hair follicle in there needs to not be overloaded with oil. Okay. So it so causes inflammation. The, the dirt is... The dirt is covering up the follicle. It can't breathe. It's inflamed and it feels it, it's painful. Right. Because it causes inflammation. So um, that is why when your hair is dirty, it has to do with your wow. hair follicles. So it feels painful. So if your hair hurts, wash it. It's time to wash your hair. That's right. And then they go into shampoo. I don't have this problem. Mike, do you have this issue? Oh, every week. (laughs) No, not at all. I I have short hair. Mike has even shorter hair than I do. And I just feel like, um, (laughs) I feel like, well, you don't know. There might be little hairs up there. (laughs) But um, I I remember when I had longer hair in my 20s, like I had hair down to my chin. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, at one point Whoa. and like just what? No, I just can't that was picture a look. that. What was that look? No, I just, like, I'm trying oh. to think of you. I just... <laughs> 
I just put a wig on you in my head, basically. <laughs> Please don't. Unless it's like, you know, a Wanda wig, but that's a separate story. Um, oh, boy. No, but I... I I do remember that feeling of like your hair just hurting. And I just assumed it was like when you told me about this story, I thought, well, maybe it's because dirt is heavy. And so it just feels heavy on your head, you know, well, and so that's why it hurts. Yeah, well, it's really just that the oils and sorry, dead skin cells, they start to build up around the hair shaft and too much oil can suffocate the hair root and lead to inflammation. And Ugh. then it, Don't do your it. head swells, and there's a buildup of tissue oh. which presses against nerve endings at the base of your hair follicles Ugh. and in your scalp. That's what so, I wanted to um, say before, but I started to get into an area of the website that was trying to sell me products, and it was very clunky. I apologize. <laughs> How dare you? Yes. So that's the reason. So it's inflammation. And if you wear a headband... Um, also, tight hairstyles, if you put your hair in a ponytail a lot, you know. Oh, I can't can... wear a hat for very long. Like, I love wearing a cap, like, on weekends because I don't have to do my hair. Because even though my hair is super short, you still, like, I just look like I woke up every five minutes because, sure. you know, the hairs go all different directions. Um, what was my, oh, the cap. So, I, I will wear a cap and then I have to, like, take it off because it hurts my head. Yeah, you know, just Does having it get something itchy? constricting on your head. Yeah, well, it itches and then it just it hurts. Like, yeah, because I think I'm you know pressing too hard on my scalp. We're such I have a very sensitive scalp. I guess I do too, Mike. Does I, you when you wear a cap? Like, does your hair? No, I've you never, wear a you wear a sleeping cap. You both do. I do. Yeah, absolutely. Every single night. You guys are both I like Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Is it, does it have a long like tail on it and a fluff fluff no. at the end? No, mine just mine has a little fluff on the top. Just a little stocking oh, cap. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the fluff on the top. Oh, yeah. It's a little fluffy poof. Do you do it in the summer, too? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Always. my gosh. It makes you feel safe. I don't usually in the summer, like because I get too hot, but in the winter, for sure. During the summer, you get the air conditioning that's sending that cold air kind of circulating through, and that'll also set right. me off, too. So, yeah, whether it's the winter or the summer, I usually do. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. cool. I don't know. Oh my Don't talkers! Look, I just have hair. Yeah, I just yeah. Well, I was just thinking about how it must feel to not have any hair on your head, and how yeah, because they say if you're well, really cold, put a hat hot, on, right? Because it just goes the heat just flies right out the top of your head. Oh yeah, Mike, you're like a beacon. Yeah, of heat. Also steams too if it's the nighttime. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like sweating you know and hot. And, oh yeah, steam will just come oh, shooting right off. Oh my god. Of you. Yep. Oh my God, we need to get video of that. Hey, when we come back, we have to get to Keanu. Don's going to tell us about how he's got a beef with AI when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Yes, you do, My Talkers, and have I got the hero for you, especially when it comes to things around your house. My friends at Hero Home Services, that's callhero.com, they've been keeping Twin Cities homes in shape for well over 100 years. And this time of year, They're keeping your home warm and cozy. And if your home isn't warm and cozy for any reason, like maybe, well, your furnace stops working. Now, obviously, that's an emergency. And if that happens, I want you to just pick up the phone and call Hero.com immediately. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. But you might also have issues around the house, like I do, where one room will get heat. I mean, we have a super old house. Our house has been around for over 100 years, just about as long as Hero. And that means sometimes one room will get hotter than another. And frankly, Hero helped us understand how heat moved through our home and how we could make it 
um, more efficient. To have Hero out to your home today, call Hero.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Adventures of Bradley and Don. Are you ready for another incredible adventure? Yeah! Where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Never gave the time of day, my dear. And taking a look at your forecast this time, it is brought to you by Rebath Minneapolis. Mention my talk and get $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel, rebath.com. We've got uh, low 20s for this afternoon, and uh, for tonight, winds will uh, give way to a clear but cold uh, condition as we drop down to 10 for an overnight low. Then for tomorrow, mostly sunny and cold, just 19 a high for the day tomorrow. Friday will warm up a bit, and then even nicer for the weekend. Right now, it's 22 here on my talk, 107.1. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. That's where you are, and we appreciate you listening. I am Dawn McLean. Bradley Trainer is um, broadcasting from home this week. Hi. Hi. And um, we need to talk about AI, okay? It's very scary. And when you start to really think about it, like Keanu Reeves <laughs> has done, it will terrify you. So, What's going on, Keanu? Well, he had an interview with Wired, and he's not really cool with the latest evolution in AI, which people have been using to have. Okay, so there's this thing out there called Chat GPT, which we're going to try mm-hmm. out on the show in some capacity coming up here, um, you know, maybe in the following weeks. And it's it's a way where people are able to have conversations with dead people. So they have a bunch of voices <laughs> in there, things. like um, Shakespeare, which we don't know what his voice was, but they have somebody, you know, recorded in there. But they do have um, the voice of Adolf Hitler, which they have used so that you can talk to him. And it's very convincing. Okay. I, I don't no, know who is I'm, doing I'm that. I'm going to draw the line at Hitler. I don't want to talk to Hitler. OK, and I'm really no, no judgment here. But if you do. No, Call that's a, a judgment. <laughs> Call a yeah, counselor That's a today. judgment. It's okay to judge Hitler. Okay. So um, apparently it's super interactive. Um, you can even conduct an interview and the person isn't there. And he also talked about um, deep fakes and that those are also not just, okay, so deep fakes started out in porn, I think, using somebody's face and putting it on someone else's body. But now they're using it and they've used images of him. And he says, what's frustrating about that is that you lose your agency. When you give a performance in a film, you know you're going to be edited, but you're participating in that. If you go into deep fake land, it has none of your points of view, and that is scary. So from an acting standpoint... There have been talks about using um, this kind of technology in in movies that are coming up. I mean, they're already using it. So oh, yeah. This has been used. I mean, you know, when Carrie Fisher died, obviously, you know, she ended up people. And, and it's not just Carrie Fisher, right? Like the other guy from Star Wars. I can't remember his name. But he like this is this is just going to become ubiquitous in right. movies. I think at a certain point, actors won't even have to show up to do roles. Like, they'll just sign over the rights to their image mm-hmm. and make all sorts of money and never have to actually show up and film anything because digitally they can just be inserted 
That's into right. these characters. Yes. Which maybe is a good thing. It's just like, remember how we, like, there was this whole conversation about holograms, like celebrities doing concert tours, like, as a hologram. In a way, I kind of, like, I would kind of be for it. Like, you and I, as, as an audience, would probably question it. But, like, as an artist, you could understand, like, hey, I don't have to actually go on tour. My avatar can go on tour. <laughs> right. And that's just sort of the tip of the iceberg with this stuff. I know that they were going to do, like, weren't they going to do a Whitney hologram tour? Yes. And yeah. I no, they absolutely were. And the family was like, ab- or no, it act. Wait a minute. I can't remember now. I think the family wanted it to happen. Yeah, they were involved. I thought so until maybe people were like, what? And they were like, no, we don't want to do that. I don't remember exactly. Wasn't that going to be just a Vegas residency type vibe to it or something? Yeah, I think an evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston hologram tour. It's a thing. But I think, you know, I think the things that Keanu's bringing up, Don, and and there's been a whole bunch of conversation around AI right now because of chat APT and her GPT. I said APT. That's a workout class that I go to on occasion. Um, You can also virtually do that and not have to exercise. Right? Like, who needs to exercise when you have an avatar that has abs? Um, (laughs) Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, But, like, you and I are going to get really frustrated about stuff like that, but don't you think in, like, 50 years, people are going to be like, you know, at one point, people thought it was absurd to do you know, hologram tours, but it'll just be like a thing. Right. Because when the Whitney Houston came, uh, story came out that they were going to do that, people were mad. They were like, this is really yeah. disrespectful to her. And I, I think that that's why maybe they didn't go forward to it because people had such a horrific negative reaction. But now I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Well, you know, yeah. Like, did you see what, a- what ABBA did? You know, I'm, I'm mildly obsessed with ABBA and have always had this like, love with them because they're just like super creative i know it's super corny and saccharine for a lot of people but did you see what they did with their concert their avatar concert in london no so they actually have this like concert and it's at a venue and it's with holograms that are younger versions of themselves that perform new music it's Mm -hmm. actually just technologically fascinating and i think honestly Again, maybe 5, 10, 15, 25 years from now, it's just going to be like another form of art and we'll get used to it. And, you know, I know that it's not like what we're used to now, but like I'm sure wheels seem really yeah, <laughs> like dangerous to people millions of years ago. <laughs> and they still are, by the way. <laughs> Avoid getting near wheels. They still, they still are. <laughs> Extra scary now because they're propelled with motors. So, oh, it's not exactly. just some guy rolling it but down you know a I'm mountain. Saying, like, yeah, we're all Amish on about something. <laughs> it's so true, right? Well, Keanu goes on that um, the metaverse. It's already a system of control and manipulation. And we're, he says, we're on our knees looking at cave walls and seeing the projections, and we're not having the chance to look behind us. So he feels like eventually they're going to take over humanity. Now, this is sort of the, um, oh, he says that he was trying to explain the plot of the Matrix to a 15-year-old. And he mentioned, um, he said, listen, dude, I was really fighting for what was real. 
And this young person said, who cares if it's real? Like he didn't understand the point. He said, people are growing up with all these tools. We're listening to music already that's made by AI in the style of Nirvana, NFT digital art. Um, Look what the cute machines can make. But then. Yeah. And I mean, machines have been with us for a very long time. Right. So I know it seems scary to us, but and I get it. There's a change. Yeah, and and he also brings in this, which makes it a little more uh, scary, is that the corporate world behind this, they're looking to control those AI things. And so it's going to be muddy how we're influenced um, culturally, socially. We're going to be confronted with the value of what is real. And this is some deep thinking. Yeah. No, it is really deep thinking, and I'm glad you brought it up because I was just listening to the New York Times Daily Podcast. Today's episode was all about artificial intelligence, and they said one of the dangers is that people assume this artificial intelligence is smart, it knows what it's saying, and that what it's saying is true. But then they gave all these examples of these um, AI programs Mm -hmm. spitting out the wrong info, But people assume that because it's artificial intelligence, I mean, it's built in the name, that it's that it's intelligent. Right. But we don't know because we're not smarter than the machine to know whether or not what they're telling us is true, unless you do the research and you go digging on your own. But the real danger is that, yeah, the real danger is that people will just accept it and that ultimately it'll sound legit. So we're like, oh, sure. It was on Wikipedia. It's got to be true. Oh, sure. Oliver Stone made a movie, so it's completely true, all of it. (laughs) Exactly. So then I got into this other thing about uh, David Guetta recently did a deep fake of Eminem's voice in a new song, Future of Music, is in AI. And so people went crazy. What he did is that he shared this at one of his concerts. He just thought it was really cool. So he put in this um, this AI, like, write a song about this particular subject. He just did it as a joke. So he took those lyrics and then he put them into this program that just duplicated Eminem's voice. And so it was kind of amazing. It just seemed like Eminem had a new song because it was so realistic. And then people were going crazy saying, did you get permission from Eminem to do this? And he's like, calm down. I'm not putting it on my album. But if you're just somebody that isn't aware that this is happening. If I were Eminem, I'd be going to chat GPT and saying, like, give me a new album. And then I would just go in the studio and record it. (laughs) You would use it so you could be lazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't, you know, honestly, what I think, you know, yes, people will use it to be lazy, right? Like. That's what people said about the computer, but like the computer, like, yes, it, it can give you the answer to all of the your test questions, but it can also allow you to do complex stuff so that you can now like, yeah, you, you don't have to remember all of the dates of when important things happened in history, mm-hmm. but now you can use the computer to also like synthesize your ideas. So I don't, th- I don't know, like, I know it seems really scary right now because we're just, it's because it just seems like, I don't know, it just seems like there's so much it could do. But I honestly think it it's just going to change the way we think about our work and our creativity and what tools we can use to be more creative. So I don't know. I'm not as scared as other people, I guess. Yeah, because you are self-aware enough to go, you're going to be able to discern whether or not you're not going to attach emotions to the computer ever because you're, yeah. 
and you're not going to believe everything the computer says. This is so yeah. weird that we're having this conversation. People are already using this at work for brainstorming. You know, there are programs oh, sure. where you can just ask questions and that is what they're using it for. Like, how do I do this? What do you think is a good way to do that? And then the program spits out a bunch of ideas that spark new well, ideas I've, in them. I've got friends who use this for like putting together the, like their, you know, business proposals, like because right. it just can do such high level work. And again, you have to like you have to like check the work, right? And but, it can like, write a letter take... for you, right? Yeah, but but that takes that gives you more time to do other things. I don't I don't know. Ah. It's kind of like you know, like uh, you know, the rice cooker cooks your rice real fast, so you don't have to sit over like you know a fire. Yeah, maybe that's not a good analogy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. I think um, Keanu Reeves is just looking out for all of us, so. Um... Just remember the words of Keanu, which his name means cool breeze over the mountain in Hawaii. Oh. Isn't that sweet? Well, that's a lovely image to have in our head as yeah, we I'll head leave to you a with break. That. Because, what? I said, I'll leave you with that. <laughs> Not for you. the whole show, but just this segment. No, because when we come back, we have to play a game. We don't know what kind of game because Mike's chat uh, GPT <laughs> robot hasn't told us which game we're playing today. We'll find out what the artificial intelligence suggests when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I want to apologize to anybody that I said, hey, S. You know, not S as in... Oh, God, I thought you were going to do it again. <laughs> not S word. That sounds way worse. So your device on your phone that you can command to do things. I thought it was just... S-I-R-I. Yes. I thought it was just programmed or like to respond to my own voice and not set off other people's phones. So I did the bad thing. I apologize. And thank you to Brittany, <laughs> um, who works here and works uh, with Lori and Julia a lot. She let me know. That it set off hers. So thank you, Brittany. And now we're going to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it is time once again for a little game show roulette. Uh, Bradley, you were gone yesterday, but uh, Grant got on the board. Yeah. I, I know there's some other shows where they just award the points to the guest host if they're filling in for somebody. I'm not going to do that. Grant played. He's got a point. So now it's Bradley 14, <laughs> it's Don 10, and it's Grant 1. Now, it's going to take, take him a Good while job, to catch, catch yeah. up, but uh, he did get he the might. win yesterday. He might surpass me. <laughs> what did you guys play? Uh, yesterday, it was... Name uh, that tune. Name that tune. Bradley, he just defaulted to me and made me do all of them. And that's a good strategy. And let's yeah, see. no, I totally get it. What's the game? The How many? Wheel? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. What's the game? Roads. Well, we're going. We don't need roads. We've got a future game coming your way. This is not the first time we played this one, though. It is the Ridiculous Stay Laws game. Oh, good. Ooh. I like this. We talk about some of the most ridiculous, just unbelievable state laws, and you guys, uh, and I've gamified it a little bit, and you guys get to play. 
Okay, I I'm can't ready. Wait. I think last time we played this, if memory serves, Dawn got the victory, I believe. But I can look back. But again, the first round is just simply going to be true-false. You're each going to get two questions. You just tell me true or false. If you get it right, you get a point. That's it. Second round is the multi-choice. Whoever is behind will get to answer first. And the first question, that one is a multiple-answer question. Multiple-choice. Multiple choice with uh, four different options for you. And then the final one is uh, going to be worth two points. And that's going to be each one of you will get a chance to, to answer your question with, uh, again, multiple choices as far as the states go. So we'll explain it as we go. But let's have some fun. You guys ready? It'll yes. be obvious. It, uh, yeah, it might be. So let's get things started. Uh, uh, flipped a coin. Uh, heads or tails? Who wants to call it? Heads! It was heads. You want to uh, go first or second? I want to go second, Bob. You're going to go second. All right. So we'll start things off, Don. You get the first question. Here we go. Okay. Again, this is the ridiculous state laws game. In Rhode Island, someone who bites off another person's limb will face no more than 20 years in prison, but no less than one. Is that true or is that false? Mm. I would say that is true, Bob. You think that's true? Mm -hmm. You're correct. Wow. You got it! Faint Bell just said, you are correct. There you go. It also, is true. That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Faint Bell was a person. No. <laughs> like a lady. <laughs> Hello, my name is Faint Bell. <laughs> that is correct. So yes, just in case you're wondering, if you do bite off somebody's limb in Rhode Island, <laughs> you will not go to jail for more than 20 years. I mean, that's a process. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's nice that you don't have to be in jail for more than 20 years, but Correct. you can still bite off a limb. Yep, that's good to know. <sighs> right? I'm just educating people yeah. here today. Uh, here like you go. You're going to have some punishment, but it's not going to be <laughs> the worst. It's not that big of a deal if you bite someone's arm off. That's there what they're go. saying in Rhode Island. Also, who bites an arm off? You would have to chew that thing for a long that's time. That's what I'm saying. It's a process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of biting off limbs, here's the second one. This one's for you, Bradley. In Texas, domesticated uh, alligators can only leave the house if they're on a leash. Is that true or false? Uh, I just feel like Texas would not give two rips if your alligator was on a leash or not. So I'm going to say that's false. You nailed it. That one is indeed false. Let the alligators just run in Texas. Because that's just Texas, man. They're Mm -hmm. like... Leash? Why would you ever need to leash an alligator? Let them be on their own. <laughs> Let's exactly. become our own country. <laughs> what? Okay. Free all the alligators. There you go. Uh, yeah. We're going to go with this one here for you, Don. Are you ready? Uh-huh. In Arkansas, high oh, school football. I know all about Arkansas. Do you? Okay. Uh-huh. In Arkansas, high school football games cannot start on Thursday evenings after 4 p.m. Is that true or is that false? Um... <sighs> I'm going to say that's false. You think that's false? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. You two just can't lose today. Rolling right on through it. Is, that there, is... is there a law, though, that's similar? Not at all. No, okay, that was completely you just made just it fabricated. up. Yes, definitely. Okay. Uh, Bradley, this one is for you. In Washington, doors to nearly all public buildings must open outwardly. Um, That seems like a good thing because when... Something goes on inside the building. You want to make sure everybody can run out. And if you're running out, you don't want to have to pull the door in. So I'm going to say that's true, Bob. Nailed it. 
keyword in there being nearly. I guess I would have taken that word out if I noticed it before I read it. So (laughs) 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 nearly just gives it away. That at any point, anything could basically be uh, be true after that. But uh, let's go to the next round. This is where you both get to answer this multiple choice question. Uh, It's a tied game, so we'll just have uh, uh, Bradley got to choose. So we'll have Don go first. Yes. Okay. Here we go. This is multiple choice, and again, this is a ridiculous state laws game in Arizona. No one can feed garbage to blanks without first obtaining a permit. Is that raccoons, pigs, dogs, or cougars? Don, you get to answer first. I'm going to say raccoons. 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 Now, yeah. now, Bradley, you cannot say raccoons. Which of the other three, oh. pigs, dogs, oh. or cougars, would you like to say? Well, if I had to not choose raccoons, because that's what I would have chosen. You would have gone that route, um, yeah. I'm going to say pigs. You're going to say pigs. Is it raccoons? Is it pigs? It is pigs. Pigs? Yeah. Actually, that makes sense because I bet because people eat pigs, you got to make sure the garbage is like not going to make them sense. Mm -hmm. See, I'm I've now been transported to a pig farm before (laughs) I was just in the city and pigs were roaming in the alley. (laughs) That's why I was confused. Why are pigs roaming in the alley? Because I pictured it being convenient for the person and they're next to the garbage (laughs) cans. (laughs) Raccoons are always trying to get in your garbage. All right. Oh, they are, man. <laughs> so Bradley's now in the lead, three to two. So, Don, you get to answer first on this one as well. In Florida, it's illegal to sing blank. Is that while in a public... Wait, how does she get to go first if I won? No, no, you, you're in the lead. So the person in second always gets to go first. Oh, oh, so God, you're in the lead God, now, three okay. to two. I'm losing. Uh, uh, in Florida, it is illegal to sing while in a public restaurant, while in a bathroom stall, in public while intoxicated, or while wearing a swimming suit. Which answer would you like to do, Don, out of those four? So, restaurant, intoxicated. While in a public restaurant, in a bathroom stall, in in public while intoxicated, or while wearing a bathing suit or a swimming suit. Oh, God. Let me just, I know we don't have a lot of time. Um, I'll say while intoxicated. While intoxicated in public. All right, Bradley, your answer. What's the question? In again? Florida, it is illegal to <laughs> sing while in a public oh. restaurant, in a bathroom stall, or while wearing a swimming suit. I would say Florida swimming suit. He nailed it. Wow. That's the one. So there's another point for Bradley. He's got the 2-1 lead. Again, it is illegal to sing if you're wearing a bathing suit in Florida. So I'm weird. pretty sure I have run afoul of that law. Oh, boy. Won't let people hear that out loud. I wonder why that originated. I, like, that's what, what the most fascinating thing are about these laws yeah. is something happened that made something that become happened. a law. Mm-hmm. Right, well, yeah, where they're like, was we've really... got to stop the swimming suit people from singing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like somebody, like one of the people who didn't make it on America's, like, <laughs> what's America's Got Talent, like, and they had a karaoke machine. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, that's so annoying. Stop. <laughs> okay, finally, Bradley's got the win, but finally, this one. In the, this state, no person who is aff- afflicted with a sexually transmitted disease can marry. Is that Oregon, Alaska, or Nebraska? Your answer first, Don. I would say Nebraska. Bradley. Oh, that's what I would have said because I just feel like they would, they just don't want that there. <laughs> um, and it ain't Alaska. What was my other option? Uh, Oregon? Oregon, yep. Yeah, I'll do Oregon. Yep, it was Nebraska. You nailed it. No STDs if you're planning to get married in 
in Nebraska. Again, yeah. who checks that? Yeah. I know, like, can <laughs> go we to, see your permit? Go to get the marriage license, and all of a sudden <laughs> oh. the doctor comes out to take a look? Yeah, I don't that's know. What they used to do blood tests. Can they you show still me do your that? Stuff? I don't know. Yeah. Congrats, Ew. Bradley. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right, you guys. Up next, Lori and Julia, thanks for being with us. We'll be back tomorrow from noon to three here on My Talk 1071. Bye.